catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Managing Editor, FightfulMMA.com. We're going to do a quick rundown of Bellator 215. Now, reminder, James Lynch is at the event. He's got tons of videos uploading to this channel right now, from upcoming title challengers to Matt Brown to uh, people who won on tonight's card. Uh, he's got all kinds of content up. Make sure you all uh, support that. If you all do and you leave the thumbs up and you visit and you share and all that stuff, we uh, can send our, our freelancers to a lot more events. We can bring you more on-site coverage, which we always strive to do. I know we're a very young YouTube channel here. We just started a few months ago. Uh, so I want to thank you guys for all the support you've shown us so far. Reminder, Tuesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Fightful MMA podcast. We're going to break this event down at length. But let's go ahead and talk about some of the happenings on this. This I'm flying solo, so it'll be uh, just me offering my thoughts. But I do have some backstage news coming to you guys. First off, let's run through uh, the prelim results. You have Desmond Torres defeating Steve Ramirez in the first round. Submission arm triangle. Craig Plaskett over Ian Butler uh, via unanimous decision. Ian Butler, we have a Fightful Gaming up with him. On the channel, check that out. Very good stuff. Ryan Lilly defeated James Barnes, head kick in one minute. J.J. Wilson defeated Tyler Beneke, submission rear naked choke, round one, about a minute and a half. These were really, really exciting prelims. Art Revis defeated Sean Johnson with knees and punches in the first round. Weber Almeida defeated Ojin Chinchilla via TK, or TKO via a punch in about three minutes. You had Thor Skanki, who defeated Jesse Merritt. We have an interview with Thor up on uh, the YouTube channel right now. He won with a north-south choke in the first round. And Jesse Roberts defeated AJ Agazram via split decision. Over on the uh, main card, you also had Adele Altamini, who we have an interview with, defeating uh, Brandon McMahon in about a minute. And that's when we got into the fights that really mattered. Juan Archuleta defeated Ricky Bandeas. Uh, we had an interview with Ricky Bandeas. We have an interview with Juan Archuleta as well. Uh, Juan Archuleta talked about how TJ Dillashaw's loss, his teammate, uh, affected him throughout this this uh, training camp. How he saw a guy who seemed like he was invincible lose. Well, he took home another victory over Ricky Bandeas. And Juan Archuleta, man, he's a guy that Bellator is going to start giving more and more chances to. And they should. He's one of those guys that kind of like snuck up on you. He's... I think 22-1 and one now, and he's 4-0 in Bellator. In 11 months in Bellator, he, he debuted last March. He's won four fights, including this one over Bandeas, which is easily his biggest one. I thought his one over Jeremy Spoon was good, too. You would, you would imagine that they would want uh, him to finish a fight here because, I mean, he didn't finish his first fight against Joplin. He, he was able to win uh, his second one against Robbie Peralta, but it went to the third round. You want to see him finish if if you put him in these highlight spots. But at the very least, he's winning. He's 31 years old. So now is the prime time for Juan Archuleta, who is – he's got to be in the hunt. Now, does that mean that he's going to get that title shot at 135 pounds? 
I don't know about that. I'm sure that he wants it because, I mean, he's been plugging away for a while. He's been, I mean, I don't want to say plugging away. He debuted as a pro in 2013 and has stayed really, really active ever since, fighting five, sometimes six times a year. I think he fought six times in 2016 on his way to Bellator because he was he was really active and king of the cage. But I expect some big things out of Juan Archuleta. We saw big things out of Jake Hager tonight. The former Jack Swagger made his MMA debut, and boy, did he fare pretty well. We're going to show you some highlights of this. I'm assuming that Bellator won't pull this down, as they often send me highlights. Then they pull them down when we put them up, but we'll show you anyway. Uh, We'll also show you the Fedor Bader highlights, but Jake Hager was wrapped to the cage by his friend and uh, fellow WWE superstar. Well, Jack Swagger is a former WWE superstar, but R-Truth wrapped him to the cage, and there was just this overwhelming support for Jack Swagger, man. Uh, Some overwhelming support that you did not see when a CM Punk fought either time. You saw it here and there. But man, for a show that was much lower profile than a lot of the the UFC shows that that CM Punk has been on, I think it's kind of wild how much support that Jack Swagger got. I mean, my God, man, this guy is really well liked. And I've told you guys on Twitter, he could not be more unlike his pro wrestling persona, his pro wrestling character. He just, he is a very nice guy. He's very positive. But he was able to take down J.W. Kaiser with relative ease. Let's give you guys a glance of, of how it went down. He threw some nasty elbows from the top. And then um, ultimately would, from half guard, apply this arm triangle. And damn, was it nice. That got it done. That sealed it up. J.W. Kaiser went. Now, J.W. Kaiser boasts about 50 amateur fights. I don't know if he really had that many. It's hard to tell. But despite Jack Swagger's background, his extensive wrestling background, and it showed here, there there were some obstacles. I mean, granted, Jack Swagger's a much better, he's a much bigger, stronger guy. It's not that always that easy to get your hips underneath somebody. Uh, And anybody who's had 50 fights, I don't know whether or not J.W. Kaiser really has, you you can always run the risk of that guy connecting with your chin, putting you out. You never know. Well, Jack Swagger didn't know, and this was a resounding success for Jake Hager, for Bellator, for WWE. Jack Swagger said after the fight that he wants to fight for a decade. He told us that he wanted to fight three times this year. Big submission win for him, and uh, just an amazing amount of support. WWE even congratulated him. It was this weird line that... Jack Swagger said after the fight, sometimes to convince Vince McMahon, you have to convince. Well, you have to believe that Jack Swagger, the better that he does as an MMA fighter, the more valuable he'll be in pro wrestling moving forward. We've always seen that. Joseph Bosa says Jake trains at Dave Batista's MMA gym in Tampa. Yeah, he trains with Josh Rafferty of the Ultimate Fighter 1, who has worked with Sheamus and Dave Batista and Davey Boy Smith Jr., so there's there's a lot of uh, pro wrestling crossover there with Josh Rafferty. We have an interview with him up on the channel as well. We also had an interview with John Fitch. Now, I'm going to do an article on that this week, but I'm going to give you all the inside track. 
you know, James Lynch always asks a lot of these fighters about their pro wrestling connections and if they've ever liked it because we do run a pro wrestling site as well. John Fitch told James Lynch that when he found out wrestling was fake, he cut the dicks off of all of his pro wrestling toys. Now, I've owned several pro wrestling toys, and I've never known them to have dicks. What did he cut off? John, what's going on, my man? Damn. Up next, Henry Corrales, Aaron Pico. This lasted about a minute. Pico forced the clinch, and it didn't last very long. He got slept. I mean, he got knocked down like a goddamn tree, my friends. Showdown Joe and James Lynch will uh, give you their analysis in a far more eloquent manner. But I'll let you all take a look at, at how this unfolds. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Folded. Henry Corrales. Brutal, my friends. Brutal. Henry Corrales. Now, here's the thing with Aaron Pico. He lost that first fight that he had against Zach Freeman. I'd put them back together. Let let <laughs> let Aaron Pico get that win back, and maybe he can work his way back to this because he fought very recklessly tonight. He fought like the fighter that he is, a young fighter. I don't know what the hell Josh Thompson was talking about. He's got to realize that MMA gloves are smaller than boxing gloves. No shit, Sherlock. You got a sweetheart deal when you signed on the dotted line for Bellator, if that's your analysis. Come on, man. Meanwhile, Frank Mir was on point. But after Pico beat Leandro Higo, him fighting Henry Corrales wasn't that much in question. He's fought some guys with some experience. He has not fought one inexperienced guy, I don't think. Maybe Justin Lin, but Shane Crutchton fought a lot. I did a really good long form on Shane Crutchton, by the way. Check it out years ago. But all his fights have been finished. Aaron Pico has not seen the four-minute mark of an MMA fight yet. He's a 145-pounder. Henry Corrales, on the other hand, has put himself what I think is in prime position to at least ask for a title fight. You all may remember Henry Corrales for that, that rough streak that he started off in in Bellator because, man... You couldn't have gotten a much more brutal welcome to the Bellator than what he got. Daniel Strauss, Emmanuel Sanchez, and Patricio Pitbull. 
damn, he lost all three of those. Then he was scheduled to fight AJ McKee, and he's probably losing that fight if he took it. But since then, since 2017, Cody Bollinger, Noad Lahat, Noad Lahat, Georgie Karakanyan, Andy Main, and Aaron Pico, those are really good wins. You got some UFC veterans. You got some former, I think, World Series of Fighting champions. You got Aaron Pico, a highly touted prospect. And Henry Corrales just flattened this guy. I don't blame Henry Corrales for asking for a title shot. Do I think he's going to get it? I don't know. You know, Bellator, man, they love to run back those rematches. They, they just love to put a Pitbull brother up against anybody he's fought before, Same, especially in that weight division. Pitbull's the champion. He's beaten him before. That doesn't bode well, I don't think. If, if you're Bellator, ugh. do you do that? I don't know. Main event time, what is there to break down? Ryan Bader versus Fedor Emelianenko. This lasted uh, not long. I'm going to give you all a look at it momentarily. 35 seconds, round one. Ryan Bader became a double champion by beating Fedor Emelianenko. Let's take a look at the footage, my friends. Let's just see how it went down. Womp. And that's a wrap. Ryan Bader emerges victorious. Joseph Boza says, this whole tournament felt weird to watch. Those eight heavyweight fighters weren't heavyweight fighters. Ryan is 12-1 and one in his last 13 fights. Yeah, I bought Ryan Bader in it. I didn't buy a lot of these guys. Chael Sonnen, what's he doing in it? Rampage, sure. He ain't going to light heavyweight. He's a heavyweight now. Aaron Nicholson asks, how many times did Bader get hit in the tourney? I think maybe zero. He might not have gotten hit at all in this tournament, which is amazing. Fedor's washed, man. And I'll shoot you all straight about that. Look look at Fedor's record. Look, look at who he's beaten lately. Did he used to be a great fighter? Yeah, he used to be one of the greatest fighters of all time. Is he now? No. Chael Sonnen? All right, cool. You're beating a guy two weight classes down. Frank Mir? Frank Mir's, Frank Mir's going to be a pro wrestler now. Fabio Maldonado? You lost that fight, homeboy. You lost that fight, Fedor. Jaideep Singh? What is Jaideep Singh? What What is he? Who is he? Two and three in his career? All right. Cool. Those are the people he's beaten since 2015. Mitrione beat him. How about the balls on Matt Mitrione in his commercial to say, uh, me and Karatanov, we're, we're a super fight. That's a super fight. The balls on Matt Mitrione to call that a super fight and the balls on Bellator and Paramount to one, leave it in the commercial, two, run that unedited. Man. So Bader, a guy who should have gotten a UFC light heavyweight title shot after he beat Nog, he crashed the press conference with Daniel Cormier. And he sold me in Showdown Joe. Before that, we were like, ah, really him? He sold us, man. I was ready for it. And then they didn't give it to him. He jumped to Bellator and he became a double champion. It's amazing the way that works out. I feel a little robbed of Orion Bader Cormier fight. Now, a lot of you may say, may say, ah, well, Ryan Bader isn't the most exciting fighter, yada, yada. I mean, not always, but sometimes you get fights like this where he starches Fedor Emelianenko in a matter of seconds. Where he starches King Mo in a matter of seconds. 
where he'll put away Linton Vassell in violent fashion, where he'll finish Nog, he'll finish Eler Latifi. Sometimes you'll get that. And this latest run, since Anthony Johnson knocked him out, he's been a different fighter. He's had, uh, okay, he's had two decisions, the Phil Davis fight and the Matt Mitrione fight. Phil Davis, who has a big wrestling skill set, and Matt Mitrione, who is way bigger than Bader. I don't blame him for that. Man. Ryan Bader told uh, James Lynch that he has maybe one more fight left after this one. I, I don't believe that. I do not believe, unless you say he says one more fight on his contract. If he has one more fight on his contract, I could definitely see him going back to the UFC. And if he goes back to the UFC, I'd love that to be one of the fights that, that Cormier does. Give me Jones, give me Lesnar, give me Bader. I would love to see those three fights. That would be fantastic. However, Ryan Bader and Bellator has probably got Czech Congo up next. Czech Congo has sneakily won eight fights in a row. That's crazy. He wasn't even in the in the tournament, which is is wild. They they, did, they didn't want to put him in there. I mean, you know, anytime you have a fight with Czech Congo, you run the risk of it being one of the most boring fights of all time. I mean, uh, he had had like a bunch, I think six straight decision wins or five. And then he's won by knockout the last two times. If he gets past Minikov, he's getting the title shot. If Minikov wins, Minikov's getting the title shot. Which the funny thing about all this is, they're running this tournament because Minikov didn't fight in Bellator for five years. Now he's back. The title gets decided three weeks later. Minikov's back. My God, what a situation we are in. We're going to talk about this at length on Tuesday on the Fightful MMA podcast with Showdown Joe and James Lynch. James Lynch will have unprecedented backstage access and we'll be talking about all this stuff. Leave us a thumbs up, subscribe. We're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.